Welcome to the Creatives Experience Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Isaac Whedon. On each episode, I will be speaking with artists and bringing you in on their life, faith, and creative experience. I'm excited for you to be joining us today. Thank you for listening. So without further ado, let's get to it. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Creatives Experience Podcast. I have the one and only Mark Barlow. Some of you may know him as Bark Marlow. Uh, according to Instagram, he is an extremely talented musician, songwriter, singer, and the list continues. Uh, he's very much so a, let's say, leader. And um, how did, what's the word? He's leading uh, the worship team called Isla Vista Worship out in California. Um, they've been doing a fantastic job out there. So without me m- mambling and gambling on anymore, uh, hello, bro. Welcome. Hi, everybody. <laughs> All the way in California, correct? Yes, sir. Praise God. Man, I just really want to thank you on behalf of also the listeners, because I know they're also thankful, and, and you've been asked for to join today. Crazy. So, I don't so know <laughs> how they heard about us, but... It's, it's Jesus, bro. <laughs> when you have a love for the Lord and you're hungry for music that glorifies Christ and you find it, it just you just fall in love. You know, you're just like, yep. oh man. And then and then you have opportunities to follow up on Instagram and follow up on this. And you you start to feel like you know somebody having never met them. And when you get an opportunity to hear a conversation with them, whether it be you speaking with them or somebody else having a conversation with them, you get to know them better. You know, and I think that's the beauty of having a podcast or being on a podcast, being able to share your thoughts and ideas, because it's ideally as if we're all sitting together. Kingdom podcast. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. So you've been doing a tremendous amount of things, man. You've been playing shows. You've been producing music, making music. Um, how, How has your experience thus far, and we'll dive into many other things. How's your experience thus far been, um, not only being a producer, but a, you know, pianist, a singer, a, like there's so many things that you do. How has that experience been for you um, since you are so gifted? And I know you accept this humbly, uh, but you are very gifted mm. in the many things God has blessed you with. How has that been for you to juggle all these things and to kind of have a clear view of what you want to do since you can do so much? Mm. That's a good question. I didn't even think of that before. Wow, that was the spirit. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Well, first of all, thank you for the compliment. Praise um, God, yeah, for sure. But uh, it's been, uh, I mean, just like everything else, highs and lows. Mm. Um, navigating uh, what to prioritize okay. in a given season you know, just following after peace mm-hmm. and what ignites my heart with desire. And I believe that because I delight in the Lord, his heart now is to lead me by the desires that he places within me. Mm. A lot of times we can over-spiritualize or confuse the voice of God um, within ourselves um for sure and sometimes people interpret um opportunities being offered to them as the voice of god Mm. um but i believe otherwise (laughs) because (laughs) we are 
we're young, talented creatives Amen. and the world has need of us. Amen. And because that's the case, I don't think that opportunities are a good thermometer for like what God is speaking or what he's breathing on. I think that following after peace and following the desires that he's placed within us that have been culminating for years, that is um, a more accurate way to hear his voice in regards to your positioning or the direction of your life. Overall, I believe that that is, even that is like one of many ways that he wants to speak to us. Mm. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and the voice of the stranger they do not follow. Mm -hmm. So I believe that if you are a son or a daughter of the most high, and if you've been grafted in to the family through the blood of Jesus, I think that that means that I'm now a sheep. Mm. And I must not disqualify myself from being a sheep and being led by my shepherd and knowing his voice. We've all been built with the equipment to hear the voice of God and be led in our lives in every way by his voice. Um, And as that's the case, we don't need to look at opportunities as uh, the outdated method of communicating with God Mm -hmm. as in, Gideon and his fleece. That's an outdated method. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and the voice Mm -hmm. of the stranger they do not follow. Mm -hmm. I don't think we need to test God anymore in Mm -hmm. regards to anything else other than um, anything else other than the things that he asks us to test him on. Um, For example, sowing and reaping. Mm. That's one, that's one thing that God is like, you can test me on this. Sure. I'm going to come through. Sure. Um, but I think that there's just uh, ways that we pick up on outdated methods of communication. When Jesus, the express image of who God, the father is the perfect image of who God, the father is. He's the one who out of his mouth, it came my sheep hear my voice, the voice of the stranger. They do not follow. If you've seen me, you've seen the father. Like so often I see us operating on this old mindset and old like communication method. We're still operating with telegraphs when we have video calls. Mm. Like, yeah, for sure. Um, so as the, I, I wanted to start with that because every single one of us have a vast array of things that God has placed within us. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine a Swiss army knife, all the yeah. different things that a Swiss army knife can do and is equipped to do. Um, and um, sometimes we can like, Sometimes because something hasn't been highlighted yet or because an opportunity hasn't come in yet for us to use our specific giftings, Mm. we think, oh, I don't have any talents Mm. or I'm not creative or I'm telling you, though, we were made in the image of God. Every single one of us is a creator in one way or another, Mm. whether that looks like art or Mm. whether that looks like 
conversation with someone or whether that looks like hospitality or whether that looks like flying airplanes or whether that looks like photography or whether that looks like being a plumber. Mm. Like every single one of us was designed with an array of things that either we get, get the opportunity to grow in and learn about um, because obviously somebody doesn't come out the womb being like, I'm a plumber. I'm the best at all this. Like for all of us, it's an opportunity for growth. Um, but following after peace and following after desire and the things that make your heart come alive. Um, coming upon those things oftentimes does take an opportunity mm. and us saying yes and being willing to press in and put in really hard work that stepping we actually out, find that in faith. Yeah. And then we find, Oh my gosh, this ignites my heart with desire. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and so I'd say that's like a brief overview of like, <laughs> wow. What, I'd what, like to know what the long overview is. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, so in a nutshell, what you're saying is since we all are capable of doing so much, right. We should be understanding that our focus is to follow Christ, right. And do what God's calling us to. Um, and within that, we'll find peace. Within that, we'll find joy. Within that, we'll find purpose um, because it all needs to be rooted behind what he's calling us to do. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of the baseline for what I'm trying to say and communicating yeah. my heart about this. Absolutely. Because for sure, for sure. I, everything I have has either been given to me, um, inherited, or it's something that I've run after with all of my being. Mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. grow in like uh for example like i've sung for my entire life mm. um but when people listen to my voice now they're like how can you teach me how to do riffs sure. like you sure. do sure. or sure. and um it's funny like the one of the biggest compliments that I've received is like, you sound like you're black. I take that wow. as a massive compliment. <laughs> I grew up in That's black awesome. church in Chicago and I'm very you passionate. You grew up in Chicago, bro? Yeah. What? I thought I had messaged you that. No. Yeah. I, I grew up going to Living Word Christian Center in um, Forest Park. That's cool, bro. Um, <laughs> so go gospel choir every Sunday. That's where my love for soul comes from. Praise God. But once that ignited my heart with desire, I started running after it. Mm. And every single riff that I now have grown into has been a battle for it because I was not born with the natural inclination or ability mm. to, okay. to alternate notes that quickly. Or, you know, it's just like... For sure. So pressing into that has been interesting. Um, and so... Yeah, that's a really interest. I'm realizing now that's a really interesting way to go about answering that question. Um, but I think that overall, I'm really thankful for my upbringing and yeah. for how my dad and mom trained us kids. I'm one of seven kids. Um, and wow. they trained us in um, the ways of the Lord, you know? And like they taught us about the value of talent. They taught us about the value of profit. They taught us about business. They taught us about 
um, spiritual warfare. They taught us about hearing the voice of God and like, um, and my dad taught us about music and I don't know, there's just like so many things that I learned from them, but one of them was, um, that my life is not about me Mm. because my life is not about me. My relationship with my dreams and my talents is very different. Um, because if it is about me and it's, if it's about me accomplishing a dream or desire, um, for my fulfillment, that's an entirely different heart posture than the point of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that those things are not amazing and so helpful, Mm -hmm. but should only be complementary to how his presence was designed to satisfy us, which is what my song 814 is about. I love that one, bro. Mm. Because um, I came to this point where I was like, recognizing that my relationship with my dreams was really unhealthy Mm. because I thought that they would satisfy me. And I talked to my friend, Mac, who started I Love Vista Worship 10 years ago. And then three three years ago, he passed it off to me um, as he like continued his music career in other directions. Um, And so he, um, I talked to him and he's a dreamer. And he said, I was like, Mac, what have you been dreaming about? And he, he held up a big fat zero. And I was like, Mac, what's wrong? <laughs> Are, you Are you okay? okay? <laughs> Are you okay, bro? <laughs> and I was like, what the heck happened? Yeah. You're a dreamer. And he said, man, I realized that my dreams meant more to me than his presence. So I killed them. Wow. And that That's blew wild. my mind and wrecked my whole perspective on dreams because... Mm. He's like, yeah, man, our dreams were not meant to satisfy us. His presence were, is the only thing that was ever meant to satisfy us. Because if we walk into a dream fulfilled, you know, a longing fulfilled is a tree of life, blah, blah, blah. If we walk into a longing fulfilled, sure, it's a tree of life, but like, what if that still means more to us than his presence? Mm. Then we're going to just create another dream and walk into that and then never realize that we haven't been getting satisfied this entire time because we haven't been like a tree planted by streams of living water, which That's yields good, its fruit man. in season, whose That's leaf good. does not wither. Wow. Um, so that entire conversation wrecked my life, bro. And so Jeez. since then, my the priorities have been very different. Um, and when was that conversation? That conversation was a year or two ago, probably two years okay. ago. So that has massively influenced this whole creating process up to this point. Okay, cool. That happened before Soul Hymns came out. That happened before, uh, yeah, and Soul Hymns was our first record dropping um, since Ivy Worship 2, which was two years ago, three years ago. Would you say, just a quick question, would you say the, I suppose, success within, um, or no, the fruit of the labor in creating these things has come after the heart change yes came towards the dreams and goals and stuff yes okay 100 percent. that's a great wow. question too but with i was so thankful for that conversation because now that that conversation has happened i get to encourage other people about the fruit of that conversation which is basically do it's along the whole line of like i'm not creating my own kingdom 
um, people ask how to build momentum, how to um, ramp up toward the how, how can I do it in my count. flesh? How can I do it in my flesh? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm telling you, the kingdom principle for mm. running into your dreams and running into your God-given destiny. Mm. Um, a famous speaker, a famous pastor uh, who's really influential said that the fastest way to jump into your God-given destiny and his mm. direction for your life is mm. to honor someone else take a hold of their dream and run with them across the finish line. Wow. And so that's what I've been spending my time doing. Wow. Um, like linking up with our other worship leaders and working on production for their albums and um, writing with people and pulling songs out of people who didn't know that they had songs mm-hmm. inside of them. That's good. And it is so exciting to me because that in itself has created this ecosystem where it's just so family, it's so kingdom, it's so non-invasive, but also very supportive. I got you. Um, and sowing and reaping, man. Like, <laughs> it's not just about tithing. That's oh my right. gosh. It's That's like, right. you give your life to someone and the depth of relationship and trust that you get to build there is like unbelievable and has been mm-hmm. so phenomenal. It's been so phenomenal. And mm-hmm. so, um, and, and I'll add into that real quick. You're not married. Are you, are you no. married? Okay. So marriage also does that. hundred percent. You know, so because, it's like, because when you lay that. your life down, you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, this is yeah. way better. Yeah. This is cool. <laughs> I like that. It's hard. <laughs> But I like it much oh, better. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Life sucked when it was all about me. Yeah. yeah. Yep. My dad always says about marriage, he says, um, he calls marriages funerals. Hmm. Because it's the point where you finally realize you, you died crazy. yourself. It's like, mm. dang, my life can't how much be more beautiful. How much more beautiful it is as a disciple of Christ, right? Because, I mean, that's essentially what marriage ha- was created for, um, to be made one before the Lord. Yep. And unfortunately, has been twisted, stomped on, spit on, and put through the dirt. Um, so it's not it's not looked at like that, right? But when, it, when you have devoted your life to Christ, and then you have the privilege to become one together with someone else, to fulfill what God has intended for the both of you through the both of you as one man. It's amazing, but I've never heard it as a funeral. That's kind of, that's kind of cool, man. (laughs) Wow. Praise God. Thank you for sharing that, man. That's good. And and that really speaks a lot to me because this is something I would say I just recently experienced where, you know, I've been creating music and pursuing the, the the hopes and the dreams of uh, utilizing the love of music as a way to you know earn an income in the future or just be able to speak life into other people and 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 the list goes on right. But <clears throat> it comes to the conclusion <laughs> that when it comes to creating music, for example, majority of the people that will listen, um, or if not everyone who listens whether they like it or not is all subjective. 
And so for me to try to find, you know, try to please everyone, it, it won't work. Mm-mm. And and if if I haven't built my foundation of creating of the creating process on being with God and creating with him, right? Then I'm very much so just trying to replicate maybe what's successful in the world to see if that will work for me. And and you know, you're nodding your head because you know that's it's an error. But yeah. I think that's something all of us need to experience. And one thing is hearing it, because I do think hearing it will plant the seed and understanding, uh, coming to the understanding of what it is. But when you finally have that revelation, like you can hear about Jesus many, many times, but unless it really becomes firm in your mind and it becomes like, wow, oh, oh we'll get it now. Revelation. It, it, yeah, when you have a true revelation of it, it changes everything. Um, and and I, could, I could personally say just recently, just creating, it's been like, you know what? I don't care if people, I don't really care. Like now God's revealed to me. I already do what I love. I, I already get to do it. You, you get, you, you have this utopian idea that you, you somehow paint because you've seen other people do it. You're like, Oh, I want to do it the way they're doing it, but no life can be replicated to the exact same. Everybody's yeah. going to do it differently. And when I look at my life, I say, man, well, I, I have a home. I have a wife. I, I have a business. I get to make music literally every day if I want to. You know, it's like, what? Well, what else were you looking for? You you want to make music every day? Figure out a way to do it. You know, just but it's going to take hard work. But yeah. in the midst of that, what is the fuel? The 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 tar? I should say, what is the target within the midst of this? You know, yeah. Um, what are you shooting for? The word sin also means missing the target. So when you understand what it is that you're shooting for, everything changes, you know, but, but us as, as people who love music or for those listening, those who create art in, in whichever way, shape or form, we need to understand why it comes down and why, why are you doing this? And yep. without that, it's so dangerous. So I'm, I'm really blessed to hear that, bro. That's really cool. Cause you know, you're somebody who, if I look at data as a musician, you know, musician and musician data wise you're doing well like you got a lot of people listen da, 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 da. but your focus hasn't been hey how do i get the data the focus is uh-uh. how do i do this with god so that god's glorified and how i can yeah. be a good steward of this and and simply worship the lord in the way he's shown me yep and the data comes <laughs> man tell me tell me a little bit i kind of feel like going on this little rabbit trail that's connected to this let's do it Excellence. Mm. Because like you just mentioned, copy paste yeah. ideas or copy paste sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, if your objective or your heart posture is to try to please people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it just doesn't work. It doesn't bear la- it doesn't bear lasting fruit. That's good. Um, but for me being inspired by music outside of worship music, AKA mainstream stuff or independent stuff, um, that's not worship music is actually where most of the inspiration musically came from for soul hymns. And, um, for me, the point of that has been, um, excellence because I think that we're coming upon a time in history 
where once again, believers who are directly connected to the heart of the father Mm. are stewarding their giftings to a level of excellence that is unprecedented Mm. across the board. Yeah, that's good. But in the past 50 years, it hasn't always been the case Mm -hmm. where believers were the ones who were the pioneers or who were the ones carrying the highest level of excellence Mm. um, or setting the creative precedent. For the past 50 years, I would say that the world has done that in the mainstream, in pop Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that things are shifting because people are realizing that um, the presence of God is not about money and cannot be bought by money. Mm -hmm. And, um, And no matter how much money you pour into something, it doesn't necessitate that you're going to get the presence of God out of it. Amen. Um, no amount of production, no amount of lights, no amount mm-hmm. of none of that. Yep. No. And like, like people spend tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars making worship albums. But if the songs themselves are not rooted in relationship with Jesus and out of a revelation or encounter with him. It's all vain. It's, it's not even just vain. I do agree with that, but I think that, it's just a a completely like missing out of Mm, mm. the full potential. Cause I'm not against investing that much money into production as long as it's done um, with excellence. (laughs) It's done with excellence of heart posture because um, right. That's the point of like, um, that's the point of anything in life is that like, if our heart posture is on and if that matches an excellence in work ethic or an excellence in how we treat people, um, then it's going to bear fruit because like we're co-laboring with Jesus in both aspects in our hearts with our, as well as with our hands. Amen. Um, you know, apart from him, we can do no good thing. And, I've heard creators say like, you know, I couldn't have done this without the Lord. And it's like, well, kind of, duh. It's like, <laughs> apart from him, you can do no good thing. He's the breath in your lungs. He's the one who's like, like, yeah. but yeah. I think that there's more to it where it's like, um, and, you know, people even give God credit for helping them do something that maybe he didn't even necessarily help them do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just a side topic, but I don't think that's as relevant. But overall, I think that if I'm going to have, I talked to um, our worship team here about this, where if we're going to build a throne, because right, the word says that he is enthroned on our praises. If we're going to build a throne, I'm not going to have a like a brand new plumbing apprentice or carpentry apprentice or a sculpture apprentice or whatever. I'm not going to have a brand new person come in and like build this throne. Yeah. I'm going to have the finest craftsmen. When God had, when God had his people build the temple, they had the finest craftsmen in the world come and build the temple. And that's, that's like, the old Testament picture Mm. for like what we're doing as um, 
worship leaders, the ones who have the call of the Levite to lead the people into worship and encounter mm. with the Lord. Good. Um, bringing a gift of excellence is so important. And it's not, it's not just music, but it is like the combination of like excellence in our music and creativity and then excellence with our heart. Mm. Um, and so, I don't know. I thought I would bring that up. No, that's solid, bro. I, yeah. I, I'm in total agreement with that. And I believe, <clears throat> I believe the reason why this is coming now, as you're talking about time periods and whatnot, I believe the reason this is coming now is because we truly are on the cliff edge of Christ's return. I, I really, I can't, I can't help but see the times and that we're living in. And yes, he'll come like a thief in the night. You won't know the day nor the hour, but you will know the times. You will know the times based on what's going on. And based on what's going on today has never been more evident that we're, we're the, the great falling away is either happening right now or we're on the brink of one that we've humanity's never even seen before yet. Right. With that said, before Christ can return, says that the, all nations will hear about him, right? The whole world is going to hear about Christ. <clears throat> before Because it's, they, not, it's mm-hmm. not his will that any man should perish. Yeah, right. He doesn't want people to go to hell. Absolutely not. But God has given us free will. So within that, he wants us to choose him, right? Mm-hmm. So when everyone Instead of has, choosing hell. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Unknowingly or sometimes knowingly. Um, When you have people who are able to hear the glory of God, hear about how amazing God is, hear the truth and have, have it presented with excellence, with a level that's never been presented before, that will also bring, I believe, a level of conviction that hasn't been done before. Yep. Right. Because, it can only happen through the Holy Spirit. It is not us who convicts people. It is the Holy Spirit who right. causes conviction in people's hearts. So within that, if we're creating with the Father, if we're creating with the heart posture, as you were saying, with a, in, in hopes to not only serve him with excellence, but create something excellent to yeah. build this throne for him, right? With all of that in mind, thinking about Jesus coming back People can't help but see, like they won't be able to help but see what's going on. And you won't, the world will not be able to ignore the power of God, even in creating, right? Even in art, even in all these things. And I'm so stoked (laughs) that we're in this time right now, bro, because we, we have, I believe the Holy Spirit has in such a unison effect in such a synchronized manner blown the lids off of people in perspective of hey god is not in a box like why do you keep boxing god in this creation process why do you keep saying there's only one way to do this or god's only pleased if you do it this way god will only accept your worship if it sounds like this or if it's written in this way it's it's but you know the reason that unfortunately has happened was because people were not discipled into understanding what it is to be creative for the Lord also. So there's been a lack of discipleship. Like, unfortunately, there's so many who rely on teaching and having people speak 
over Instead and over. Of eating for themselves. Then exactly. And then within that, since we have given, and I say we because we are the body, but we also are called to correct when things are wrong. So we need to step up and say, hey, we need to improve things. This has been said over and over and over, so I don't want to sound like a broken record, but there's been so many things that have been taking place in church as a whole, in let's say America, for example, Westernized Church, that there have been people who don't do anything for the kingdom of God because they haven't been challenged to step into what God's calling them to because there are already people that are assigned those things and they're like, all right, well, then I'm just going to watch. Everybody's already doing their job. We got one person leading worship. We got one person ushering. We got one person teaching the kids. We got one person, you know, teaching, teaching the whole group. You know, it's like you have select groups of people, say 10% of the whole church that actually does something for the church to encourage the church to build it up. But that causes everyone else to be stifled and not grow. So it's you're feeding milk to someone for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, and you're wondering, why aren't you an adult? Yep. Why aren't you strong? Yep. Because you've been feeding me milk this whole time. You haven't been giving me anything for me to grow. And so everything you said, bro, I'm so excited about because we right now are on the brink of amazing things taking place. It's already happening right now. And, and, And God is utilizing the internet for us to have freedom to to speak the truth, to share the gospel to the largest capacity that has ever been done before, right? right? And the world won't be able to ignore it. Yep. I think that we're realizing the point of Jesus, that he's not just for us. Mm. And that the things that he gives us is not just for us. Um. There's this song by some friends um, who are part of a collective called Common Hymnal. And they have a song called Not Just For Me. Mm. Um, And it's like, Jesus, you're not just for me. Um, And it is so, it blessed my heart so much hearing that because um, uh, I was talking to my friend Malcolm who started uh, this little worship collective worship movement and like group of writers. And he said all throughout the Bible, there's so many moments of worship and encounter with God that, um, and it's nearly every time that God encounters someone, he gives them a holy mission. Mm. And like, for Joshua, he had an encounter with the Lord. He took his shoes off and he worshiped. And um, in encountering the Lord, the Lord said, go march around Jericho and take the land. Mm. And with Moses, he encountered the Lord at the burning bush, took his shoes off, worshiped. And God said, go free 3 million people. And... um. You know, David and encountering the Lord and then leading and like following the Lord throughout all of his life. And um, hmm. there's so many, there's so many aspects. My favorite, my favorite one is Jesus after his death and resurrection. Hmm. Before he ascended into heaven, the word says that they bowed down before him and worshiped and still some doubted. And then he said, 
go make disciples of all nations. Mm. And that's like the great commission came out of a moment of worship. Wow. That's good. And so like, I think we're realizing that realizing that the presence of God doesn't cost money has Mm. been a crazy barrier. Um, because there's been a monetization of it um, in a very real way yeah, yeah. Um, that's happened. But I think that we're seeing that the lasting fruit that happens in the kingdom happens through personal conversation between people mm. and in small gatherings. Um, mm. Not to say that we don't need big gatherings because I think it's very important and catalyzes something. Mm-hmm. But the lasting fruit that we're going to see in America, I truly believe is going to come out of houses, living rooms, kitchens, basements, garages, where people are gathering like together. Like the book of X. Yeah, like the book of X. Because that's the most, if the entire world is going to be saved, there is no building to contain that. It has to be Amen. every building. Amen. And so I think that that's like so vital for us to take a hold of that model as um, as to where we are learning to eat on our own. Mm. Um, when I was like 10 or 11, I, I believe that the Lord gave me this vision and picture of all of America on fire and all the fires were coming out of houses, living rooms, homes. And it's not to say that We don't need big organizations. We do. We need to come together and unify and like, because there's big problems and big problems require big organization Mm -hmm. Um, and cultural shifts and, and whatnot. But I think that um, in regards to looking for lasting fruit, we're going to see lasting fruit. The more proximity we have with one another's lives, life to life um, or as uh, as I've heard it said before, life on life, just like, bro, I'm, we're, we're going to go through the highs and lows together. And it's not just going to be, we're going to see each other two hours a week and call each other family. Yeah. Like I, we're going to dive in mm-hmm. and we're going to like live the day to day together. And then that's how discipleship happens mm-hmm. is when it's like, there's no, nowhere to hide, nowhere to run. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And choosing to dive into personal relationship with people that way. I think is where we're going to see lasting fruit. And I bring that up because in this bigger conversation of seeing what God's doing in the world, um, our generation is sick of like um, fruit that just fizzles out yeah, and being two faced, um, yeah. which I think is in some ways is one and the same. Mm. Um like retreat highs and, and all stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then yep. you forget about it. And then you go home <clears throat> yeah. and you, you like. Are go just right like, back to what you said you weren't going to do no more. <laughs> go back to your, you go back to your family yeah. and you like treat them like crap. Mm-hmm. Um, did any transformation happen? Yeah. Um, and I think that I'm really excited about our generation because they want the real thing. Amen. Amen. Um, Come on. And that just gets me really hyped up and passionate and also just creates a, a clear roadmap for me as a creative. Um, and that roadmap just looks like what has always been our example for creativity within the church 
because David was one of the first people to bring music into the church, if not the first person to bring music into the church. Mm. And the time that he spent alone with the Lord in the fields, worshiping, yeah. playing his harp. Yeah. Like the entire book of Psalms has been like the most influential book of songs that's ever been written. Mm. And that's like so it's wild. The most to historical me. album ever. <laughs> his creative his creativity blows my mind. He was the first person to ever refer to God as beautiful. Mm. That's so creative. Mm. To to put an put to put a description, an accurate description on who God is, one aspect and facet of his nature is that he's beautiful. Mm. For him to do that, that's so creative. Yeah. Good. And sets a precedent, and that has affected the entirety of American history, or sorry, uh, Christian history. Um, and I think that I'm also excited because our generation is sick of misrepresentations of who Jesus is because mm-hmm. they want the real thing. Everything else pales in comparison. That's right. Every system that we've put in place, every um, every idol that we've put in place every version of Jesus that we worship that's not accurate to who he actually is, they're sick of it. Mm. And because people have seen misrepresentations of who God the Father is, or or because people are setting misrepresentations for who the Father is, like, uh, what is the reference? It's um, against such things, there is no law. Um. Hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to find it real quick because it's, okay. um, you said against such things, there is no law. Yep. It's about the fruit of the spirit. Um, because abiding in Jesus and, Mm -hmm. and the baptism of the Holy spirit empowers us to live exactly like Jesus, not just in word, but also in deed. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe that also applies. So it's, it's more than just a moral thing. And it's more than just walking in the same power that Jesus gave us access to. It's also abiding in the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which the fruit of the Holy Spirit has the capacity to cause any relationship to thrive. Mm, come on. And because of that, um, it's the fruit of the Holy Spirit is the, um, is the only way to purely represent who God is. You can't like yes, you, you can can't, meet you, ni- can't do it on your own. you can yeah, right. you can meet nice people, but I guarantee you that none of the fruit will last unless it's fruit of the spirit. Mm. Mm. No matter how hard somebody tries. Yeah. Um uh it's Galatians five twenty two and twenty three, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against such things. There is no law. Now, Mm. when Christians are not walking in the fruit of the Holy spirit, they set a misrepresentation for who God is. That's right. Although claiming to be right. Although claiming to be right. Yes. Um, And when we set, and I'm not just saying they, I'm, I'm, we understand my heart. This is like, we're in this, we're in this together, holding Amen. each other accountable to, um, to what we've been called to That's right. and also what we've been given access to, because this is not about striving to become, this is realizing that this is already who we are. Mm. 
That's good, you can't man. pray for more patience because if you've received his spirit, you and you've asked the Lord to baptize you in his Holy Spirit, there's there's no way um, there's no way to try and become anymore. You're just realizing who you already are because now you are one with him, just like mm. Jesus prayed in the Garden mm. of Gethsemane. Mm. Right. You're one with him. Mm. And that's why it's so vital for us to know the word, right? Because if you yes. don't know the word, you won't know who you are. Because yep. if the word became flesh, right? If the word moved into the city, flesh, how could you possibly know what to do? Right? Yeah. So people are sick of misrepresentations, which means that they crave people who are bearing the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And that's one of the things that gets me so excited about our generation. In wanting the real thing, yeah. Jesus becomes the desire of the nations. That's right. That's right. The real Sim- Jesus. Simply Jesus. Not, not just misrepresentations that have been painted for us, because that's the enemy's goal. He wants to paint a false picture of who God the Father is, yeah. so that not only that we would worship that false image, mm-hmm. but also so that we would believe that he himself is entirely uh, everything negative that you could say about somebody who's given up on you or somebody who's yeah. betrayed you yeah. or somebody who can't be trusted or somebody who never comes through. And that would include you telling other people about that, right? Right. And then but just it's also more. like, mm-hmm. it's also like, like, do we let our circumstances define who God is? Nah. God's not defined by your experience. And so mm-hmm. I just like, I'm really excited because people are starting to see again and be reawakened to the fact that Jesus is the desire of the nations, the Mm. real Jesus, Mm. because I've realized in points in my life that because I had let, I had come into agreement with lies that the enemy had brought to, had dangled in front of me. Mm. I came into agreement with lies. And then from that point on, I started worshiping a false God because I believe something other than who he really is. And yet I still worship. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. It's, it's this whole like, um, you know, Job said things about God that are not accurate to who God is. If you mm. look at the life of Jesus, Job does not define who my God is. Mm. Jesus does because Jesus was the perfect image of God, the father, the glory yeah. of God in person. Mm. And that looking through Job or looking at Job through the life of Jesus completely redefines the picture of God that could be painted. If I looked through Job to the life of Jesus, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Which I, lens I am you. I looking through? I got you. And we can't do both. Jesus but with, with it, I want to add to what you're saying. That doesn't mean that God has changed. No, right. Not at all. It's just, it's just the understanding of who God is. And the, it was not clear. The, exactly. Jokes, it's yeah. it's a, the perfect lens has come. Mm. Did you know Job? Job was the, was written, like the story of Job was one, was, was written in the same time as Genesis. Yeah. So, and I, I just That's realized. That's crazy. That's crazy. My wife crazy. just told me that the other day. I was like, what? She's like, and it's yeah. mind blowing because all yeah. the interactions that happened. So right with Jesus, we've experienced and we, we've been welcomed into a new covenant with God, Amen. which means that God, God 
connects with us and relates to us on an entirely different level. And according to the book of Hebrews, it's way better. Yeah. It's better than the old covenant. But Job was before any covenant had been made with man. That's right. And so any goodness shown toward Job, any protection, any restoration, any reconciliation that God operated in, in the life of Job, didn't even fall under the first covenant. And so because of the fall mercy. Of, because of the fall of man that had happened um and then job happened like the enemy Adam had given the enemy full authority over everything that God had get, had given Adam authority over full dominion yeah which is why the enemy had full license to roam through the earth that's right and like still has since, until Christ returns yeah and it's well and it's crazy because, like, Jesus, um, Jesus is the one who came to took to take back the keys that Adam had given right. to the enemy. That's right, over life. And that's why he was down there death, for three. Yeah. That's why he was down there for three days. Mm. Right. And I love what the Book of Psalms says. It there says was a lot of that, paperwork. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm like, what the heck? That three days, like. He could have come. He could could have come right back. But I think that there's God so so strategic, obviously. But there is that part actually blows my mind. This is mm. so random. But the fact that there is time in the spirit, yeah. And you know, like homeboy prayed, and it took the angel twenty one days to show up. Right. Like that's crazy <laughs> that there's that there's actual like. There's things happening. I've been like they, we've been talking about that a lot lately over here. But um, anyways, so with Jesus, we have an entirely new covenant relating with God in an entirely different way, mm. and um, the old has actually passed away. Yeah, and that includes all the old ways of relating to God it pales in comparison to what we have access to now. And so it's just exciting that our generation is actually hungry and that we've been given the opportunity to invite them all to the wedding table. That's good. That's crazy. That was, that was a long, a long little, uh, mini, mini sermon, but praise God. (laughs) Uh, so now it's time for collection. For Brother Mark. <laughs> oh my gosh, no. <laughs> Send your Venmos over. No, oh, I'm kidding. God. Hey, so uh, just to wrap up, because I can honestly talk. I would like to just talk to you just, just on the phone, if you're cool with that, bro. Just outside of us having to record it, because this has oh, been yeah. a blessing to my spirit as well. Same. Um, you, so, so to wrap up, let's say in the next five minutes or so, you... What is the hopes for the next few weeks or the next few months um, in a nutshell, in a small nutshell of yeah. what it is that God's put on your heart um, to pursue? I love that. Um, we, uh, I guess I didn't really get to share about this, but I think I will real quick. Um, I Love Vista Worship is not a band. Mm-hmm. And well, forgive me. Forgive uh, me. Oh, no, no, no. That's, that. no, That's I don't due think. Due to my lack of knowledge. I don't think that you said band. Did I? I don't know. I'll have to hear it in the beginning. 
No, I think you're chilling. But right. um, either way, uh, people listen to our music and they're like, oh, this this band is sick. Or <laughs> is this from like some mega church out in California or whatever? Or what's Isla Vista? Wait, that's a sick name. What is that? Yeah, like, right. It's an actual place. It's I thought it was mile. Isla. I'm like, man, I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Isla. Oh, it's okay. If if you speak Spanish, it's Isla Vista. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> everybody who lives here calls it isla vista okay but cool. um so uh isla vista is a place it's a one square mile city that is a college party town mm. we are on campus of university of california santa barbara which is one of the wildest party schools in the nation mm. we are here and have been here as a missions movement for about 20 years Hallelujah. Um, called Jesus Burgers. Um, and it started with a barbecue in the park, a bunch of believers who were passionate about sharing the gospel and ministering the heart of God to the city through unconditional love, no strings mm-hmm. attached. Here's a burger. God loves you. Because cool. people can say God loves you. But like, if you don't see any action paired with it, it's like, what does that even mean? Like, yeah, straight up, straight whatever. Up. But like, unconditional love, no strings attached. Here's a burger. You're hungry. You're drunk. You're high. Whatever. God loves you. We don't even have to have a conversation. Like we're just starting at the base yeah. of like relationship. This is it. Um, that has grown over the past 20 years into a full on missions movement where we are hosting missions teams from different schools and um, churches uh, around the world. And um, we're, we basically are a crew of about a hundred people who feel called to live in the city and minister the heart of God to the city. Um, that happens through a variety of ways. Oh, sure. Um, but Jesus burgers and the mission there is like what we gather around. And then mm-hmm. we also, we meet on Sundays cause we're like, we're family. We're yeah. running together with the same heart. We might as well meet on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And so that's Isla Vista church. And then we have like, um, a prayer and prophecy ministry, um, and we have uh, ministry to the homeless and we have Isla Vista worship, which is just our local worship team, um, worship leaders and artists and creatives who, um, who feel led to serve the city. And then in addition to that, our priority three or four or five below missions is to create and share that music with our city and with other people around the world. Um, but it's this whole worship and missions being paired together um, that is like the point of why we exist. Um, it has to, just like I was saying before, it has to go in tandem if Jesus is not just for us. Mm. And so, uh, the, the school year is full on now. Um, we're in full swing and there is hundreds of students coming by, um, on Friday nights as we serve burgers who are just hungry, um, for Jesus and they're hungry for food. So we give them a place to um, come and eat and use the bathroom, barf in our buckets, whatever they need to do. We take them home. Um, And before that, we pray and worship, um, pray for the city and worship. Um, And then Mondays, we have a door-to-door ministry where we just knock on people's doors and we're like, hey, we're from Jesus Burgers. Just want to know if we can pray for you. Um. And most often when they hear that we're from Jesus Burgers, because they've seen a better representation of mm. who God is, they're mm. like, oh my gosh, 
please come in. Let's talk. You like, guys are so dope. I do, need, I do need prayer. Yeah. Wow. And they just welcome us in most of the time. And God. Um, it's because of that better representation. But basically, that's our focus. That's my hope. Um, is that external? So that's your daily. That's your that's your every day. That's that's right. where you grind. Grind, and, grind for the Lord. And releasing <laughs> records like that is that pales in comparison to the priority that we have for missions. I like that. Um, and so, um, and that honestly like makes, I'm glad that God has like set things in motion in that, in that direction. Cause it's a mm-hmm. safeguard mm-hmm. against me trying to fulfill my own dreams. That's good. And as I run after his heart for the city, as we run after his heart for the city, things are coming to, into alignment and dreams are even being handed back. And he's like, Hey, you killed this dream, but like I brought it back to you and it's fully alive and here it is. Mm, mm. And it's like, he's just so kind and, and like he really cares. But um, we just dropped a record a couple of weeks ago called Open Heart. And that's by Bree Reed, who has been a part of our missions movement for the past 10 years. Wow. Um, she's been a part of Isla Vista worship for longer than anybody ever has. And um, she was there before it was even Isla Vista worship when it was just like, Oh, we're a worship team and we just serve here. But like before they ever started creating anything. Mm-hmm. And um, so she dropped her record and really, really blown away by how these songs ministered to my heart. Um, and then this Friday, we're dropping another song that is Ooh. the first single of a post-rock worship record um, by cool. one of our other leaders, John Hahn. Um, and that's really special to me. That's He's uh, the uh, Asian guy, right? I saw a photo of yeah. him on, on Instagram. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And so he, um, he's been serving here for like six to seven years. Um, he wow. recently moved to Orange County for grad school. But um, so Breeze is indie pop. Soul Hymns, mine was soul. And then this is post-rock. And the sounds will keep coming because we have a variety of people who all carry their own sounds. Very cool. So in that way, I guess we're just like a collective or a family. I prefer the term family. But like, so that's coming out. And I'm really excited because that's close to me is the first song that I ever produced on my own. Mm. I started it before Soul Hymns. And then it just took forever to tie up the loose ends because there was so many other things that came up this year. But um, in the past six months, we've been working on the rest of his record and really, really pumped on that. So the full thing will probably drop in January. Okay. But we'll drop two singles between now and Christmas. And um, it's just, it's exciting. So I think that my hope for that is that... um, is that people wouldn't put because most people lately have heard about Isla Vista worship because of soul hymns. Mm-hmm. And so I am hoping that um, they'll receive the different flavors. Yeah. And that they'll recognize that, that this is not a band. It's good. No, it's awesome. Um, it's and good. so, yeah, anyways. Awesome. Thanks so much for sharing that, man. I, yeah. I'm very excited about the heart you have for all this. It's beautiful. Yeah. Truly. Listen, oh. uh, if, go ahead. Yeah. Another hope that I have is that we're trying to build an actual mission space right now. Cause right now we have 12 community homes in our one square mile where we host missions teams and do okay. all of this out of, okay. uh, we record our 
our albums in a studio shed. It's that's right. Eight by fifteen being built. Uh huh. And um, and that's been great. But uh, God provided the largest plot of undeveloped land in the city, and He provided the money to pay the down payment. And right now we're working toward raising support for paying the mortgage every month so that fit. And that's phase two. Mm-hmm. Phase one was buying it. Phase two is covering the mortgage through monthly support. And phase three is raising the 5 million to build it, which Jeez. is the whole operation is just going to be missions housing good. Um, and a discipleship training center. Awesome. Um, it's not a church building or anything, but mm-hmm. my we're in, we're coming up to a tight spot and up until this point, God has provided along the 14 steps that have been taken in this direction, each one a bigger risk. Mm. And I think um, I bring that up just because like um, since we're a student missions movement, um, everything that we do is supported by um, staff members who are working full-time jobs in addition to serving here. Um, We've thought about like partnering up with bigger missions organizations to become an official thing. Yeah. Um, but no idea what that's going to look like, but I thought I'd bring that up because um, in the next couple of months, it's going to be like, like, I don't know if we don't let people into the process of why we're doing what we're doing mm-hmm, and how mm-hmm, it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's opportunity to be a part of it that would That's be good. missed. So awesome. if anybody, so, wants so to for you guys listening, um, please also join, if I may ask on your behalf, uh, guys, join them in prayer. Also, um, if you could be just, just lifting them up in prayer as they're taking leaps and bounds with this new, uh, venture and what God's put on their heart, guys, if, and, and this is something I've said before, and I'll say again, if you've been blessed by someone's efforts, if you've been blessed by someone's, uh, pursuit of the Lord and the fruit that they're bearing, uh, pray for them, Come on, like yep. we're we're the body. We're this is we're we're here to also support each other, encourage each other. Um, yep. Not all, not not only you know feel good stuff, but also sometimes challenge, sometimes yep. to to discipline, and however whatever shape that may look like. Yep. Um, but to wrap up, my friend, if it's okay with you, I will pray for you and the listeners, and uh, we'll close out and. And I hope to have you back again for another, because we have so much more I know we can talk about, but I'm Amen. very excited that we got to, to touch on a lot of theological stuff that I know most people don't think about often. So this is yeah. very well needed. Praise God. All right. Father, we just thank you so much for the privilege once again to just glorify your name um, and, and enjoy conversation. Uh, with a fellow brother in Christ, Lord. I lift up everyone that is listening. I lift up Mark, Lord. I lift up everyone that is pursuing you with with full intention to um, just strictly be obedient to your word and and utilize the things that you've given us, the, the gifts, the, the passions, the talents you've given us to glorify you, Lord. Um, we just thank you. I just ask for continued protection over Mark as he is uh, ministering to the town of Isla Vista, Lord. I just ask you continue to have your hand over the whole ministry, over everything that's taking place. Um, continue to bless them with an abundance of ideas and and perspectives that they have yet to encounter. Um, and for all the creatives that are listening, Lord, continue to overwhelm them uh, with your ability to provide everything we need, not only um, in the world of 
creating, but also the resources we need to create. So God, I just thank you so much for Mark and everyone listening. Um, and I, I just ask you continue to keep them as they valiantly pursue you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hey guys, if you've been blessed by this podcast or any of the episodes outside of this episode, please feel free to leave a thumbs up, five star, whichever option you have on your uh, podcast platform that you are listening on. If you'd like to check out more about what Isla Vista is doing, as well as what Mr. Mark Barlow is doing, how can they find you, bro? IlaVistaWorship.com. And from there, you can click links to go to, to check out our church's podcast, or you can check out Jesus Burgers or Mission Isla Vista, which is how you can be a part of the missions movement and support things that are going on. So IlaVistaWorship.com. Yep. Cool. And if they want to find you on Instagram, it would be Bark Marlow. It would be Mark Barlow, but you switched the B and the M because you are a comedian, I'm sure. <laughs> awesome. Hey, guys, this is a, truly is a privilege. If there's anyone else that you would love to hear on the podcast, please feel free to email me and or shoot me a DM on Instagram. You can do Facebook. I'm definitely quicker on Instagram because um, this has definitely been a, su- submi- a successful submission and, and Mark uh, graced us with his presence. So if you'd like to have someone specific that has been a blessing to you uh, to be on the podcast, please send them over my way so I can talk with them and see where they're at with the Lord and what, what their hopes are. Um, aside all of that, I'm excited to hear the new music that's dropping, bro. Praise God, bro. I'm so stoked. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you for just your time. Honestly, I, 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 I'm just still so blown away by God's ability to connect people. Um, if you, if yes. somebody would have told me, you know, two years ago, even last year, I've had the opportunity to converse with people who have been a mad blessing to me just on a sonic and, and, and worship level, just musically, um, that I'd be able to sit down and have conversations with them uh, virtually, not even yet in face to face, but this is face to face for now. Um, it's truly, it's truly a privilege just to be able to serve the Lord and, and just watch him, you know, continue to, to blow us away. So I'm so excited good, for dude. what you're doing, bro. Thank you again for your time. And I will be, uh, I will be in touch. Amen. Praise God. All right, guys, enjoy Jesus. Have a blessed day. Uh, make sure you keep up with, Mar- with blah blah blah. Keep up with what Mark is doing, because uh, there is much to be seen. All right. Until next time. So long. Peace. Adios. Ciao, man. Ciao, man. <laughs> Peace out, my bro.